0: Up, Jesus, can you you tone it down with the handsomeness a little bit? Come (laughs) on, (laughs) come on. You already got the long hair and the chisel, and you get to look young forever. Can't you're making us look bad, man? Come on,
1: yeah. Ancient spirits of evil, you know,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes, devouring souls. Would you agree, Sin? That's how he uh, maintains his good looks, (laughs) definitely. Yeah, but
2: uh, devouring soul and monster energy drinks,
0: Uh, (laughs) yeah, that's a good way to do it. Daniel, how does the day find you, my friend?
1: Sounds good, thank you. I was uh, just on my Discord chat, so I'm sorry I'm a little bit late, but I've been, uh, you know, just having uh, some fun discussions with fans about uh, very, very specific soul requests, like, super specific. (laughs) Um, I switched jobs, so I'm in the middle of um, starting at Riot now, uh, leaving PlayStation, starting a a career there.
0: I will adjust all descriptions which say, like, principal artist, you know, um, PlayStation, so Riot.
1: Yeah. Very recent,
0: just like June 1st is when I started. So it's very, very recent. Well, I want to say this welcome to the show, obviously, but even better and more important, um, we collectively, as all the listeners right now, you're sitting out on this new path and we like literally collectively send you good vibes and energy for that. Like, that's a wonderful new horizon. It's working. It's definitely working. So thank you excellent excellent um speaking of riots because i'm daggy sin are you ready i'm about to dag it up with a pun we're gonna have a riot on this show a riot of fun oh dear <laughs> oh please sin i'm so yeah, sin help me the dag the daggy puns too much um we do have uh, uh the artist that i sent you some of her work La- laura are uh, joining us uh, the reason why is um what's going on here what she's doing is uh, creating this uh, amazing, expansive, uh, it's the soul healer, you know, So the soul reaver and soul healer. So she does like festive posts and all that good stuff. Um. So you've caught us up on your day. That's fantastic. An amazing, impromptu announcement of this new riot journey. That is rad. Um, but now Sin, if you don't mind, I need to kind of just take Daniel aside and just Collectively, again, over the years, there's just been this accrual of gratitude that I am now just going to be a pure vessel for. You have heard likely every possible permutation of like, you changed my life, your art design influenced me, your kind of character design influenced all of these sort of things. But if I can maybe find a a new angle among that, I just want to say, Daniel, thank you for being who you are and doing what you do, seriously. Soul River Two in particular, for me, like yeah, it, it was that long ago, jeez, twenty years ago, that it 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 helped, it helped me. Uh, I was first of all, I was transitioning from English, from Italian. I, I it, that language uh, that Amy Hennig wrote, like it was just this primer on the English language. But then, uh, this marriage of intellectualism and dark aesthetics and philosophy and symbolism, like it is a primer for how to be a to ha- for how to set on the path of becoming like a well-rounded like connoisseur of art and entertainment not just a consumer like there's so much in the themes and i love that you're carrying it forward with sanctuary of Cain. the themes of choice the themes of um uh you know siblinghood brotherhood and and, and it's just so rich and collectively we love you very much and we oh, are so, so much so honored to have you on the show, buddy. <laughs>
1: Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. Sorry, you know, we, we did do a little bit of a dance to get here, but I'm really happy that we get a chance to actually talk and I'm happy to speak about these things. I mean, one thing that I absolutely love about the series is that um, we always assumed intelligence on the player. Mm-hmm. So, you know, introducing, like, complex concepts, like good and evil as a point of view, mm-hmm. or even things like the Gnostic Hero's Journey. All of these things, we, we assumed that the player would just figure it out if they didn't know it already. And uh, the the dialogue was meant to be, you know, another level because we wanted people to enjoy it on a higher level. Games, you know, a lot of times games have like this weird dialogue, of back then at least, of like, you know, being very simplistic. And we thought we could elevate that. We thought there are people who played games, who made time for games, who are also the kind of people who would, you know, read lots of novels or, Mm -hmm. you know, the goth culture or understood it at least. Understood where BDSM like actually laid in the in the world of things and just how these design concepts could be used mm. in fun ways and interesting ways that hadn't been approached before in years.
0: That didn't lose their approachability, you're right. It sort of broadened uh, and deepened uh, the art form, absolutely. Uh, God of War 2018, Dark Souls, all of these kind of like these heavy, heavy subjects beautiful narration, beautiful performance capture, um, voice performances and writing, all built on the shoulders of Soul Reaver. That's not smoke blowing you. It is chronological. You can go all the way back. And um, that was pioneering, man. And so not just uh, all around And now confirmed five minutes in, you're an absolutely rad guy in person, so that's great. Um, (laughs) Pioneering artist. Uh, So Sin, I'm gonna throw it now to you. uh, If you had any riffs for for Daniel as we open up the discussion in terms of your kinship with uh, Legacy of Cain and and just having Daniel here today.
2: It's really neat. I think Legacy of Cain was the first game I played where I actually was interested in the lore and the story of the world. So it was uh, it was sure something. I stumbled upon Legacy of Cain, actually. It was like end 90s, around the time it came out. Mm-hmm. And it was just this random demo. I don't even know where I found it. And I played it, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in love with this game. Mom, let's go to the mall. <laughs> Got to buy me a game.
0: <laughs> That's right.
2: And I just played it for the longest time. And then I played uh, you know, some other entries um, in the series. And then it just all came amazingly with defiance many years later and uh,
0: that's right i'm gonna let I'm laura in just quickly so she gets to hear your amazing story as well uh, and then we can do a circle around and uh, the love is only increasing hello laura welcome how are you
2: <laughs> Let's hello see. guys
0: oh excellent your audio sounds you perfect you can hear me I can hear you perfectly. Sin was just—we're going—we're doing a roundtable. Sin was just um, covering off her uh, kinship with Legacy of Cain, and then just having Daniel here and, and what that sort of that, what kind of vibes come from that. So didn't want to interrupt you, Sin, and then we'll circle around to Laura.
2: Oh, it's okay. It's just uh, yeah, it's one of the first games that I was interested in the story of, and I thought the art was amazing, the art mm-hmm. style, and all that stuff.
0: <laughs> amazing, wonderful, it. Laura. First of all, how's your day been?
2: yeah um so i i want to wait in my uh, partner in this project
0: oh Sabrina. okay to, and then uh, she's okay. a little
2: too late but i uh, i can speak later if
0: you No, want. hey guys we're all good with lara like you totally like english wise all sorted it's totally fine. I'll throw you things and then si. maybe you can riff with things easy. We've done it before on the show, uh, but needless to say, with whatever words you want to express, just having Daniel here, who a lot of the art that you create with um, uh, soul healing, like this guy right here, he, I'm pointing to him on the the Brady Bunch. Like he, he, created the boy
2: that. on the, on the right,
0: on the right. So <laughs> the if right. you wanted to say anything right off the bat uh, to Daniel, go for it. Oh me yeah oh, no. He's right
2: here. <gasps> nope. no 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 talked
0: no laura, sure laura, though? I have before, though. so
1: she's she's always thanked me every time we've interacted oh and you know beautiful. so she's consulted me about some of the things she's been drawing as well and i love your drawings laura they're fantastic love your artwork um and so yeah me, it's time for me to be appreciative actually to all the fans out there who, who loved it because you know uh without fans we wouldn't be anywhere it's, it's it was a fact that we took a chance to try and put something out there that had never been done before because if you remember the video game landscape at nine in the 90s mm. you know, it was duke nukem it was doom it was a lot of um you know tomb raider there's a lot of different games that really didn't focus on story or yeah. didn't focus so it on surface level kind of, yeah yeah and it wasn't like a deeper gothic element with art, the art intrinsically tied to the story it was the wild west back then we could do whatever we wanted to and i was fortunate enough to be able to bring my sensibilities back then for all things that i loved in high school you know, I, I love anime. I love I stuff that today we take for granted, but wasn't really big back then, you know? Yeah. Um, even the, the kind of dark, twisted kind of artwork that we were able to put on there, you know, it was, a, it was really something that we were able to do. Anything sophisticated on the PlayStation 1, forget it. You know, there wasn't, only Resident Evil was the most sophisticated thing to see, or Final Fantasy. Mm. But we wanted yes. to do something Western with, you know, some some Eastern influences, but generally speaking, it's Western. Hmm. and um taking into account the literary the architecture being sophisticated with it and having fans actually resonate with those things and appreciate it was like the biggest thing for us because we didn't know we you you're you talk to any um game producer back there any marketing guy and they'll tell you yeah you know you just gotta get them in there and get them in the seats sell some games make some fun stuff you know and blow stuff up and i'm like um how about something more sophisticated you know how about you know uh trying to fight for something like you believe in or realizing that good and evil are a relative or fighting for somebody's soul mm-hmm. uh, or being turned, changed, you know, from something that's beautiful to something that's damned mm-hmm. or taking themes like, you know, um, <clears throat> like, uh, you know, uh, the Gnostic hero's journey or, or something like the um, Paradise Lost by Milton and incorporating yeah, that into yeah. the game, you know, and the, what, what that does and, and not beating somebody over the head with it, but just kind of sliding it in there and seeing if they get it. Um, uh, having the sophistication of fans like like yeah. you guys uh, blew me away because of, of the appreciation that you had for it, the understanding you have, and that w- we were we assumed intelligence and taste on the part of the fans, but to have them respond so strongly and reinforce that was uh, you know it was it was a love letter back to the developer. Honestly,
0: honestly, I just want to just. Like right here, folks, um, so many gems there about just how enriching um, Legacy of Kane is, not just intellectually, but in that in that sense of delving into deeper themes where it is the safe bet to go with the, the sort of poppier surface level, um, you know, run of the mill safe bet kind of stuff. And with Legacy of Cain especially what you said about Milton uh, and what you said about ambiguity and the gray area, which again, so much of the media we love now is steeped in that, like the game of Thrones, for example. Um, Again, that idea of opening that door that others strode through, right. Um, And couldn't have phrased it more eloquently and uh, more multifacetedly. Uh, Yeah, dude, absolutely. And I I see that uh, it mattered to you, uh, on every level as a human being as a creative not just the aesthetics like again everything feeds into aesthetics it's never just from a void and bringing your sensibilities like that i feel i I want listeners actually tuning in like to come away from this chat recognizing that um that it was a fight back then i just want to signal boost you for that and when you play soul river 2 this november to celebrate 20 years and when you throw your hands up at the soon to be announced legacy of kane reboot okay okay easy easy well, well, maybe okay. we'll see, we'll <laughs> see. Yeah, well. Oi, 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 oi. when that happens because it is going to be a win and daniel's going to be the lead artist absolutely just manifesting that for you okay let's manifest you manifested that's right yes um you need to recognize that uh um Uh, it it is you know again we we just had elden ring i just want to i want to really contextualize we just had elden ring we just had the avatar game announced we are there is some certain magic in the air of things that you don't necessarily think were about to happen just happened you know and so i want that triple whammy to be something over at the square who knows a tease or something and again daniel would be being completely coy if he knew anything um but needless to say, the, there's a theme within uh, Legacy of Cain, Daniel, of of eternity and inevitability, you know, which is yeah. just these timeless themes you can dive into, use as a platform for wider, deeper, more mature literary discussion. Um, I suppose my opening question, and then we can soak around to, to Sin, and then some of these questions we have, um, would be, when you saw people absorbing and taking legacy of Cain into their hearts not just aesthetically but in terms of like hey this went on to inform this part of who i am etc was is, do you have any particular thoughts uh, or maybe moments where you realized that it had gone a layer deeper than you thought that it would with uh, maybe encountering someone who went into like again gnostic studies or something based off of something like that yeah, absolutely. Even to this day, I get people who said that they played Soul Weaver when they were six, and I'm like, six, that's way too young. But they,
1: <laughs> they started them on a journey of, you know, uh, creation. Uh, people in the game industry today, who I talked to who love that game, got into the game industry because of that, and realized it could be something more than, you know, just a, just a passive or a uh, surface level experience. Um, you know, people who became gotten to literary, um, you know, pursuits, people who became uh, writers or became creatives because of that um i was just telling about the 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 podcast I mean, the podcast, the, uh, the discord group mm-hmm. that there was a, i just got recently contacted by someone who paints backgrounds for castlevania uh, the, the netflix series and he you yep. know he loved the game you know and he got into it and it was awesome to just talk to these people on a creative level about that and to have people figure stuff out about the game that we'd thrown in there that was like subtle like real subtle things like messages mm-hmm. um and people figuring that out like uh even something as subtle as um malik's tomb has a scratch through it and yeah. uh kane did that but mm-hmm. you know i just ah, i just put a scratch through it kane did it sure <laughs> but people would come up to me and uh, talk to me about that it's like hey who put that in there you know was that i'm like you noticed that
0: Well, this is where I think I need to bring Sin in, because as you know, Sin and her partner in crime, uh, Sophie, are master in-depth detail analysts of the Soul series, which again, off of the shoulders of Soul Reaver. They even share the soul right there in the the title. Uh, when you're going through for example nozgothic realm there are entire swaths dozens like of communities dedicated entirely to passing through and that is a direct symptom of pure appreciation number one number two i've been doing this kind of art entertainment um, with the focus on interactive art analysis for like you know 2014 And I have explored every angle of what I believe to be the most empathy-engaging art form. I I, I call it that because with a a Blu-ray, you can just put it on and it'll just play on its own, or music, an album, it'll play itself, but the the interactive medium requires your direct empathetic participation. And when I realized, I I hadn't thought of this, is you, with the level of um, respect for the viewers, and sorry, the players' intelligence, you, again, assumed that intelligence and you, essentially said look no i want you guys to be active in this in this story not just as this mindless playing kind of you know pastime recreation distraction competition thing and i just realized there is a there's a sync up with like okay active participation like the realm of which is we've seen this from god of war which is a perfect transition actually because we're seeing so much of this celebration of like a, a narrative that explores this theme of like you know parenthood and that's just cain and Raziel right there with the, the father son kind of thing and when you marry the interactive medium active like activating people's minds with um Subject matter that, like you actually, you like Last of Us Part Two, like you can't go through that unchanged because you are unlocking new intellectual realms. You know, like that you embody, like that to to the paradigm of that man. Like that's perfect. Absolutely, I've never thought of that before. Like the games are meant to be intelligent and engaging and poetic and tragic and and Shakespearean. They really are. Thanks to you. (laughs) I mean, that's the thing. They can
1: be like any entertainment medium. They can span the. the the entire spectrum of those things, but when we get to that point where we can do what I consider art in this, yeah. and create an artful experience, an experience that makes you think more deeply about something and challenge your your perceptions about things, and I think we're doing good work on that. You know, I think that's what games are starting to do now uh, as a more intelligent medium, as a you know being forced to participate and actually become active in it, forces you to see things from a different lens, which you normally wouldn't be able to do, and. Uh, one of the great themes about you know Reaver was that good and evil is simply a point of view it's mm. not a, it's not a constant he's, and the thing about raziel is he's the most zealous for whatever point of view he has you know mm. when he's a human he's the most zealous vampire killer ever when he's a vampire he's the most zealous nice. vampire ever and when he's a, when he becomes the wraith, he's the most zealous you know justice seeking ways he can be but he changed his points of view so many times because he <laughs> realized
0: characterizing he's- quality
1: the zealous Yeah, it's, it's part of the journey that any intelligent person would take when if they were to realize you know how things change over time how, how things you know aren't the way you think they are and you can't just take the the propaganda of something whether it's a mural or an advertisement or something that's given to you
0: or a conniving case, time lord's words you know yeah yeah can't, can't take those literally
1: no <laughs> yeah. Because seriously, Mobius has the ability to see so many different things in the time stream, but he chose to see things a certain way.
0: hmm. And that was his (laughs) I'm getting all choked up, literally. (coughs) Editing. This will be easy to edit. I literally got choked up thinking about this. Um, Sin, while I die over here, if you could take over. But the last thing I'll say is I've never met, and this isn't smoke blowing to you, Daniel. Um a more actively engaged uh, concept artist, an artist in that realm of the visual development, you know, the lead artist who is so, I mean, I want you consulting on whatever legacy of Kane, like you are so in the themes like you are, like that Kabuko is, is is, is that's a signature. Like everything you've mentioned, you're speaking from that pure, like that's, that's who you are. Again, you know, Kojima, he puts himself in his games and same with Miyazaki. And I just, everything you're saying, I'm actually like, it's, you know that concept in literary you know analysis and reference it's called the primary source it's like i'm speaking to like in if you dig through the pixels of soul reaver two one and two you'll just find that the 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 you know kabukality you know <laughs> the, the cabucism, <laughs> I, I can dig it man i can dig it well now i throw back but sin did you have any other riffs for, for daniel just as they come i'm very stream of consciousness as i mentioned it's like you know it's just we're just we're just chatting
2: uh, well, I actually do have a couple of lore questions okay. um, about <laughs> Soul Reaver. You know when, um, in the beginning of Soul Reaver, when Cain damages or rips out yells wings and then orders him to be thrown in the Abyss, at this point, does Cain know everything that's about to happen he's setting it into motion, or is this like a little less um, concrete in Cain's mind at that point?
1: Okay, I'm gonna kind of lay this out for you guys because if you remember one of Cain's uh, lines, he said, As a man, I could never fathom I can't paraphrasing, I can never fathom the depths of everything that had was to be understood. So imagine this you're immortal, you're a vampire, you have a kingdom you can build, you find a time streaming device that shows you futures, but you're not the ti- you're not the you're not the guardian of time, you're not the pillar of time. Mm. So you can't use this machine the way they would to understand different time streams you have to look at them one at a time right in this time much like milton had written for uh for uh paradise lost when adam saw the destruction of everything at noah's flood that's as far as he was able, able to see he saw all the way up to no his entire line was destroyed with noah's flood there's a despair there right cain mm-hmm. looks into the future he sees despair he sees all of his creations devolving into beasts every single time i checks beast destruction mm. falling apart everything falling apart in his hands no matter what he built no matter how many times he builds it over hundreds of years he looks through these and he gets to one point where he sees raziel with his wings he sees one point where he tears off those wings and casts them in the abyss and then they're static mm. mm-hmm. that is something he latches onto. wait mm. something changed here it has something to do with the two rivers cross that's true but something else happens static now I see Raziel in the past, static. Now I see Raziel with Janos, or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. He he sees possibilities, and suddenly he realizes the only chance he has to escape his fate is to set Raziel on a very, you know, uh, set path, very destructive path, right? A very it, it tears him apart because Raziel is his favorite. But he realizes that's what he has to do. So when he sees Raziel's wings, Raziel interprets that as jealousy. And I think I think people who only look at the beginning part of the game see oh kane was jealous why wasn't he jealous of rahab having guilt why wasn't he jealous of you know the other vampires having their abilities hmm. what, he, what raziel's wings were was a signal this was the time to do this action rip off his wings and cast him in and then wait wait for wait for raziel to come and when he came again you remember when kane hit him with the reaver and it exploded there was a grim look of satisfaction on kane's face because he knew He'd started a series of events in action that would culminate in his ability to relieve himself of the curse that he was under. He's under a curse, remember that, ever since the beginning when Nipraptor's curse hit everybody, including Cain in the womb, all the Guardians are tainted. So everything Cain built is tainted. And again, just to reinforce it, he, he saw just destruction for his entire lineage, no matter what. And he rebels against that. So he looks for that coin to land on its ed- edge, so he lets but Raziel and Frozel's wings, that's his signal to begin this path.
0: When you said this uh, thing about the static and then, you know, materializing into these glimpses uh, and all tied into his lieutenant, you know, it almost makes it again, more, obviously way more layered than just jealousy. It's the sense that these, you know, creatures have been living for thousands of years. And um, I can't remember where I think it was maybe something with Neil Gaiman. It's like, uh no it was in the law book for the God of War uh Atreus asks his father something about time passing as an immortal and he said wait till you're older and you'll start to understand that time just goes like that and and yet millennia has passed and you still feel it it's this sort of vampiric duality we just watched interview with the vampire yesterday like in subconscious oh. preparation i think a very oh do you have something there yeah so one thing that we we talked about even in, in my discord was that it, um
1: in Anne Rice's little, you know, movie, uh, there's a line that few people actually have the endurance for immortality.
0: That's the one I was just about to literally riff about. It. That's Armand. Uh, That's a good sorry. one. Whether. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I consider them sort of siblings, really, you know, the Anne Rice and uh, Amy Hennig. There's even the, you know, sure. female author, named starts with an A, and they sort of, I came up on, on both for sure. Um, but when you said that, it, it makes him simultaneously more uh, pitiable, you know, like in that Gollum sense of like, you pity this, uh, you know, Cain for, for you know, he's a trusted lieutenant. In fact, the prequel comic, which I just reread, he has, Razia like he has no concept at all that his, um you know, the seer prophesies that his, you know, his master will turn against him. And he cuts her head off and says, no, uh, no, no way my father would do that. And he shows him his wings in, in full pride and in full, trust that this won't come true and yet that's when kane reverts into that frightened child into that like something's happening and i I need to engage with it and it makes him more callous because it's even less than jealousy it's almost like the the antenna starts working and so then you just you throw everything aside and you sort of wait and that that he saw raziel as simultaneously like so expendable yet so significant you know is uh yeah the I mean, let's just say I learned the word paradox from legacy like, of Cain. I did. <laughs> yeah, that's you know. a good one. It's
1: coming. like, yeah, it, it, if, you, you know, if, you, if you look at it through that lens, the look on Cain's face like, it means something different than jealousy. Mm. It means, oh, the time has come mm. for this to happen. That's right. And it's, you know, it's almost sad, but he realizes it has to happen. And so he. But Cain has never wanted to shy away from his, from doing whatever needs to happen in order for him to take an advantage right so yeah. if he needs to discard cut off his right arm if he had to so to speak he'll do it, uh, he'll do it ext-
0: extremely good questions and thank you daniel very eloquent answer as well i will get into some of these because it has just been a flood now we just crossed 70 upwards there um and i'm gonna filter by i suppose top uh you know the ones that people have been like oh yeah ask him that you know so here we go <laughs> ask him what fans should plausibly hope for regarding legacy of kane's future does he know if uh, square enix is still interested are studios and publishers outside of square enix interested what does he personally believe is likely to happen that's from limage underscore das so yeah i like so that it, thing. yeah we go
1: it's one of those things where you know i don't have any any uh insight into what eidos or crystal's doing i still have friends over there but honestly i didn't even know dead sun was being made yeah. um when it was uh you know i think it has like the the franchise itself still has incredible wings uh, it has the ability to uh just like god of war did, come back from the dead and, and do whatever it needs to do but it has to have the right writer it has yeah, to have the right yeah. people with the insight in on and uh, you know if they're not talking to Amy or me about it, then it's, then they'd have to reboot it. And if they did, they'd have to at least understand the thematic origins of everything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, without the right people at the helm, you're going to get, um, for lack of a better term, a stillborn sort of project you, where they don't you. get it. And so, uh, it, I could definitely see it happening. I could also see it definitely like happening the wrong way. So, it's right. a matter of uh, somebody at the top kind of taking the time to understand it. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because it's a box of wires, basically. If you were to hand somebody the story and say, "Here's the story," <laughs> it's a box of wires. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I've been keeping the lore alive because I want to, at least somebody be able to read into it and have that. And I actually wanted to build like a, uh, mm. you know, just a, 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 a primer almost if for mm. some people to read it and understand it. But just you know, getting the time to do that with my other career and stuff like that is,
0: is difficult. I'm, but I might jump in here to say, speaking of what Daniel is building, just Sanctuary of Cain, folks. Um, I'm a patron this man is building this wonderful continuation again that note that word sanctuary very deliberate there with the nomenclature i appreciate that um it's wonderful uh if you were to join any patreon this isn't uh, you know just smoke blowing to you man it is I, I, I personally do something with my patreon it is an art collective it is a collective of like like-minded people there's no sense of like you're following me it's like no we're a community and uh it's it's a it's a good vibe it all it does have that feeling of being in like a, even with the aesthetics because you are an artist so it feels like you're in a kind of temple of like legacy of, legacy of canian kind of solace and like ah oh. and and like so that's for me the, the mood of a patreon is everything it's like I go there for the feeling of being there, and just that word sanctuary, man. So, had to kind of um, just jump jump into like everyone right now. It's oh. like just just join, like all forty thousand people listening on the consolidated channel. Go and join right now, okay? So please do it. <laughs> well, part of my hope is that if we can at least create a,
1: a, a loud enough voice that IDOs will hear that and basically, you know, uh, use that to come back with, 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 "Hey, this this thing still has legs. It needs to be done properly." Call me, <laughs> call me, I know <laughs> I'm here. 1, uh, I'm consult with you guys and then let you guys know what's going on, um, because the thing is that, uh, you know, it, it needs to be done properly. Um, I'm not saying that you couldn't reboot it, you mm. probably could, but if you're going to reboot it, you have to understand the themes that made it strong and Thank you. why it's yeah. good. i i think you don't have to reboot it i think like god of war you can just continue it in a different way you know and just try different things with it and try there's so many characters there are still lands that haven't been explored there are themes that haven't been explored yet so it seems like there's a lot you can still do with it Mm um i have ideas as well um even like how to explore the hilden realm if we need to do that um or how you know all those other things um but what, what 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 i've been hoping to do with the patreon is at least to create some sounding board for people to be able to at least say hey it's still this is a still a really cool place you know we can yeah. still celebrate as fans we can maybe build some stuff in 3d in partnership with other people and make some cool stuff
0: well i want to say uh, in terms of the presaging of the in inundation of patrons who are coming off of this episode i'm manifesting it for you uh, is you. that i honestly have just been getting pings all day just questions i've had other guests daniel uh, it's almost we're up to 300 episodes now i've never had this uninterrupted pinging and pinging of, of questions uh, and i may even have to because there's so many i'll have to just email them to you a lot okay them. sure yeah, uh, yeah so <laughs> and you can handy. jump on the reddit and maybe reply if you have a reddit there man. Yeah, and like but, i said i have
1: a, i have a discord channel as well on my patreon so if you guys want to get on there and discuss it we're just happy to discuss themes possibilities yeah. clarification of details things that i remember from 20 years ago you
0: know <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> creating that chronicle I, and that's what we're, we're doing with them um, uh with the, i the have podcasting. an idea yeah go for it sin
2: i have an idea daniel you know how on patreon you can create different goals like yeah. if we reach whatever ten dollars we'll add this in the game a hundred dollars we'll add this in the game i think you need a goal that says if we reach this much i promise there will be there will be no box puzzles in this
1: game
0: yes so <laughs> Box puzzles. I box think p- a little bit okay, of sure. box puzzles. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, PlayStation One, we didn't have that many uh
0: different ways to do puzzles. So I get it. I get it. No calls. puzzles
2: with Ziphonim, please. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, oh, please.
0: Listen, Daniel, listen. I can I can respect my two lovely co-hosts here, but you you pull those levers, man. You push those blocks. I believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> Game design has
1: advanced so much nowadays. I know, I think it's fine. So many cool puzzles and just different ways of doing things. Yeah, My mind is yeah. lighting with creative ways we can use things. But one thing that we had done that no one had ever done, and people really haven't done since, is Spectrum. So, you know, mm. that as a puzzle element is amazing, and I think that's we should definitely yeah. keep going into. You know, I want to... I want to jump, I want to try it out. When I get time, God, uh, jump into Unreal and try it out, you know, and see if I can make that happen. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah, no box puzzles. Sure. Why go back to <laughs> old puzzles?
0: To be there has to be at least one, at least one, Sin, uh, for the diehard. I've got a box puzzle tattoo on my back, okay? No, I'm kidding. I, I don't have that. Um, but I do I apologize I guess, for some of the that's okay. puzzles I did I will mention, stuff. though, is that wow. when I was a youth, uh it was a mixture of i would say about 80 percent you guys with your clan symbols and then you have a bit of the raymond swanland there from from yeah. odd it all went on to inform oh,
1: wow laura really
0: uh, yeah let, okay i got it I, there she has wow, she
1: yeah that's right yeah that was another thing we were really not expecting is when i was, when we were designing the symbols uh you know, we just wanted to make something really cool, and thought, oh, you know, it'd be really cool if people got <laughs> tattoos of these someday. But we want to make it that quality, and okay, just because okay. we understood that, you know, if someone did want to get it, we'd be so blown away, it'd be amazing. But people actually did it, and they I did. get, I get emails of people all the time who have their their tattoos, and they're, yeah. they're gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, they're gorgeous. Go.
0: Little little tiny shards of, of just that Raziel kind of shape and everything, and I,
1: uh, it was one of those things where we if we hadn't put the thought into it then i don't think it would have you know resonated as much and so it's one of the things where we ahead of time assumed that the vans were going to like it i just wanted to make something cool that
0: people would like and you know just cool symbols that we hadn't seen before in other games i will have to have you on on a specifically just symbol driven because again just we'll just nerd out about specific silhouettes and stuff so if you could i mean obviously with raziel's symbol there's an element of the the, the bishop's kind of rook kind of symbol there. Was it all intuitively designed, or are we crazy for wanting to apply a little bit of sim- symbolic kind no, of? No, I mean, there, there are specific symbols to Razio, right? Just the way that it was designed to be upside
1: down when he puts it on his face and the giant tears come down, right? Um, the way it fills him out, all of those things. The way that I designed the wings so that it wrapped around the symbol and actually became, like you know, used the symbol as, as the beginning for the way his wings come up behind his back.
0: Mm. Those were all deliberate. Yeah, yeah it's very deliberate. Eternal yeah. morning, like eternal kind of like. You oh know yeah. yeah, for sure, definitely. Um, well, it's, so the in high school, you know. So I was oh, like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The Cure. Be, uh, <laughs> totally. I can do it, man. Okay, so we are now. I'm gonna do a straw poll or something. If well, I'm gonna just. I want to see Daniel Kabuko, the seventeen-year-old goth. Like, do you have photos, man? Come on, buddy. Like, I was was a goth. Happy. I mean, I was, I was an introvert, so basically, okay. I just listened to it and I really liked it, but I didn't, okay. I didn't wear same. it. So. Same here. No, same. You, Totally, totally get it. All right. Well, we are interestingly, weirdly matchy-matchy with their, with what we chose. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have a surprise, potential surprise guest. Sabrina is joining. Is that one of yours, Laura? okay yes excellent uh sabrina's coming now. excellent oh, great terrific and so then i'm so glad that i daniel actually didn't know that there was that cool connection of you guys knowing each other before that's kind of nice and so again the, the clans must stay strong and stay together for sure and so I to meet you guys whenever i go to italy so yes <laughs> and so uh io sono italiano i actually first played a uh, um uh soul Reaver oh. in, in italian in in uh, really? the yeah. that's right yeah, sono am bilingual, Italian. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my mind is crashed. Oh no! No, no, it's no, totally no, 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 fine. no, 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 no. And and no. Sin, sin, what's your your region of that? Because I know that you're what, like Europe, right? I'm half
2: like, English and half uh, Napolitan. Napolitan. Napolitan, oh, no, allora. Strange mix. Okay. very strange and mixed
0: so basically here's what happens daniel you go to napoli they throw your feast there you come to the middle of italy we'll throw your feast over there and then in australia you have to come over as well another giant yeah. feast okay yeah absolutely i mean um, like, one of the influences i had was when i visited italy and i had just you know uh visited
1: florence and i was just so blown away and because in america our, you have to remember our architecture is a couple of hundred years old yeah. um, when you go to it to europe in italy It's thousands of years old. It's so much, so much history there. And that was something I wanted to capture Mm -hmm. because that sense of um, ruins are amazing because they're romantic. There's a sense of loss, there's a sense of history, Mm a sense of architecture. And Mm -hmm. just to kind of capture that again, because, um, you know, in the modern world, we've been inundated with postmodernism here, Mm -hmm. which is a very different way of looking at architecture than the way that we had in in the past. And we wanted to show like all of those things. Architecture was a huge influence on all of us for Soul Reaver to try and show, you know, Arabic for the vampires to show an advanced kind of architecture. But that City of Lost Children vibe as well. And as well, the idea of ruins for the vampires in Soul River 2, where, you know, you had those sense of lost, of lost areas.
0: Particularly um, the Arabic, my fiance, she is uh, half Bangla, half Egyptian, right? And so she, I played it as for her. And then obviously that title. And um, the idea of, as you go further back, the more ancient, like that, that pure sense of something more ancient than ancientness is, is 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 captured beautifully and i would say also respectfully with that it's just this subtle kind of eastern kind of hint which Believe me, you have, uh, there are many, again, I can just be that conduit now for the people who have, like, again, launched their interest in Gothic architecture, in architecture itself based off of the game, and then definitely in these different cultures, you know, obviously nomenclature-wise, you're looking at Raziel, Raziel and and Sarafan, and, and, and like, um, the nomenclature, etym- etymologically, Uh, legacy of cain is a feast uh sophie who is uh sin's um uh lore partner partner in lore is is they um it has dives alongside with it's just so strange it's me sophie and vati video are these like australian lore people (laughs) that we just dive in and we love like Yarnum, for example i remember i if if it was either sophie or or vati talking about Yarnum having the root word of yarn yearning like the to to yearn for Either if it's, you know, divinity, which is one of the things in the middle of that of Bloodborne, which was when it came out, buddy, Bloodborne, there was I wouldn't say an uproar, but there was like simultaneous like joy and anger at, like, like from stuff like either they do uh, from like either they do some Soul Reaver stuff, but it just felt like it, it just feels like it's time. It's like, you know what? so we open opened the door it's like you know generations like your parent opens the door for you when you're a kid and then you know what the kid does when the parent gets a bit older they open the door for the parent you know and yeah. so i i cannot wait dude it's it's gonna happen for sure but laura we sorry sabrina we've just been having a party come hi. on in how are you <laughs> hello can you hear me hi, hi. Yeah. we can hi we can.
2: Yeah.
0: well hi. hello it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, we have Cindy, we have Laura, we have Sabrina. For here. me,
2: too. Hi, hi. I heard you speak Italian.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I'm from Italian. What do you prefer? No. no, well, uh, I'll just say English for now,
0: yeah. And I'll, I'll, Sabrina, I prefer faro tutto editing. I will do all the editing, it'll be fantastic. Oh,
2: okay. That, that was strange, really. strange. No, tu ti ricordi
0: quando eravamo in Italia? Soul River. do you remember? Uh, Kane
2: è I do I do I do I do I just I do I do I Raziel's name because they Raziel Raziel,
0: oh, yeah.
2: Raziel is terrible.
1: <laughs> oh
2: really? Raziel Raziel Raziel, and uh, Mo- Mo- Mobius more say uh, very imprinting name Raziel, and we and we think. Uh, are you okay. Okay, okay. I was this <laughs> di- I was like
0: disconnected for a bit, sorry. No. <laughs> so, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. yeah some names, know. you know, translating or whatever. But okay, so Sin, I know that you helped Sophie out with reining her in. You need to help me out, baby. You need to help me out. I just I would I'll just have a giant big, you know. Hi, like intellectual, philosophical party. I'm gonna end up like Daniel's gonna miss all his appointments. The the, the vibes <laughs> are so, the vibes are so real. But I'm gonna jump into okay, three uninterrupted questions. Is that okay, Daniel? Just to kind of yeah, yeah. give voice sure. to the community. Okay, here we go. I would like to know how they settled on the final design of Raziel's brothers. What other designs uh, were considered? So I guess you can broaden that out for more to dimensionalize it more in terms of the three-fingered design for the vampires. But I suppose he did mention the, va- the brothers specifically. So if you wanted to visually unify them, what did you specifically uh, want to include for that?
1: Well, I think if you're talking about the brethren as their vampires or as their devolved monstrous boss selves, there's two Ooh. different things there. So you can pick either one. one yeah, the first one was a symbol of unity, right? So once Raziel was designed, we just brought the other bosses in there and kind of took their attributes and kind of hinted at what they would become, right? So we gave Terrell big ears and made him buff. Uh, Demon, we couldn't do that much with. We gave him the samurai cut. We gave uh, Rahab the slight um, gilling on there and made him blue, made his eyes blue. Mm-hmm. But um, the the idea for them was that to unite them with the, with the uniform and a kind of uh, you know they just don't care about being about, you know being exposed or having different kinds of clothing than, than what, almost scandalous in the way that they were dressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and once we got to the devolved part, we, it was, it was really, we were working backwards though, by the way, on the Lieutenant's form from the boss forms. The boss forms were thought up first, huge concept uh, sort of, you know, just explosion of ideas, um, just trying different things. You know, we, we Melchia had, was, was supposed to be an amalgam of different things we wanted to try you know different forms but after a while you get kind of sick
0: of Humanoid forms. You know, try different things. Mm, I can so, tell, especially with you know, Melkaya. It's so it's so interesting. Again, I have to mention it because we are pl- we are recording this in a in a space in time. In the Elden Ring trailer, we see this creature with these like blims everywhere. And obviously, I'm thinking now like Melkaya, this fused being. You know, ain't ain't nothing new. Daniel Kabuku and crew did that. You know, um. And but in in particular, I wanted to ask. Now I just want to kind of um, uh, accompanying that question is, I always interpreted. You know that monstrous, you know, uh, how, how the, how the, how the brothers devolve and beca- it's, it, it is that they are showing their inner monstrousness on the outside, like the eons, it's almost like the bubble has burst. And now they're just showing that wretchedness on the outside. Is that kind of what the vibe was with that? Exactly.
1: Even for Cain, who thought himself a God, grew himself a crown of, of golden bone, you know, and stuff like that. So the idea is that each, the, the curse, the new raptor cast upon them was that whatever it is they manifest in themselves, they would become. Melchia, mm-hmm. um, they say he received the poorest part of his soul, but also he had a, you know, he he didn't think much of himself. And so he he started to fall apart and then pull himself together again and all those kind of things. But he was, he, he hated his form. Whereas the other brothers had different thoughts about themselves. Zephon thought he was perfect. Zephon thought he reached a level of, of, of predatory perfection mm-hmm. becoming his, his form, right? So he's part... And he wasn't all just one insect either he was like you know part spider part praying mantis Mm -hmm. you know yeah every all different kinds of stuff so we try to mix things together but make them who they were right um rahab was about adaptability but he lost the ability to adapt to sunlight he couldn't resist sunlight at all in any shape way or form so it was like he there's such a loss there you know he gained something but lost something and the frustration of that fact uh you know, uh, uh, Duma's frustration over being like the perfect warrior, but also being killed by humans and having to watch his own body there, not being able to go back to it simply because there's, you know, he was impaled. Mm -hmm. And he's so frustrated. He can't, he didn't have material form. He can't pull those out. And he has to watch his his own destroyed body as a trophy all those years
0: and how that that messes with him. So So it wasn't just a physical manifestation thing, it was actually again the forces of you know time and then the causality, like ending up in these perfectly poetically appropriate uh, you know, um fates and, for these characters. And you any good concept class should tell you this. There's there's
1: an idea of uh of, of the concept of the character, right? So usually it's words. And then you work from the words to the forms and you'll try different things. So mm-hmm. we go from general to specific. So you try a lot of different kinds of forms and then you pull it down into something specific. And, you know, I'll credit to the artists who who design these things too is like they, they have to distill an idea into a form, which again, relates back to that idea and has to be able to do it in a way that's uh, not overt, you know, um, and it has that sense of, of, of design aesthetic to it. Right. Like the cheapest thing you could do would be to have like a mean guy with like, a chain that says mean on it right that would be so stupid yeah but if you have a guy who has visual storytelling that shows that he did mean things to people you know like each trophy is from he steals from mm. children, or something like that. Well,
0: know, that now I want I, I want to do a check now for Sin, who is also our, like the, again. They're they're almost like the first audience. You guys are co-hosts as well. Please jump in with questions as well. But Sin, did you have any notion of you know his corruption coming out in the form of the the whole you know the, the horned crown, which is that simultaneous thing of like yeah, it's it's almost like again like the devil, and he he's that will. It's like Sauron, like that will to dominate has come out in that in that sort of form did that ever symbolically kind of uh, realize for you uh sin? well
2: i think originally Soul reaver started development as a um it's a project called shifter mm-hmm. that had if i'm not mistaken some more biblical incline to it mm. perhaps yeah, yeah, it. Mm-hmm. so that stuff is always in the back of your knowing this information that stuff is kind of always in the back of your mind when you play soul river and especially if you played it for a while and if you're into like cut content maybe you're like oh i wonder if this is from shifter if this is something Mm -hmm. completely new and i actually had a question about corruption Mm -hmm. um so we know that that was in um legacy of kane um after Ariel gets murdered uh, napraptor goes um mad and that i guess madness transfers itself or spreads itself across all guardians. And even Kane mentioned that like he had this, I guess, affliction since he was born. So he could not possibly be a proper guardian of balance. That's why he should have, you know, died for a new guardian to take his place. And I'm wondering what exactly is this madness or affliction? What is it that makes those guardians in incompetent in their job as guardians?
1: So yeah, it was, it's a corruption of the mind that basically inhibits their their bodies from being able to be in alignment with the pillar that they that they represent. And so, uh, as well, like, you know, as well, it, it it permeates their being for everything that they create will be tainted with the same thing. So Cain is a vampire. All of his creations are damned. Mm. Every single yeah. thing he's going to create is damned. So, yeah, um, with the corruption of the mind, which is why the devolution follows with the the thinking that the, each of the each of the brethren have so you know eventually raziel would have if he hadn't had his wings ripped off and thrown into the abyss he would have turned into something else with giant wings and probably really pompous and arrogant too mm. so it's it's a corruption of the mind and its effect upon the body mm. so when, when the mind is corrupted the body cannot be uh, the mind the body follows the mind mm. so if the mind is is corrupted then that everything they do will fall into corruption so the nature guardian will corrupt nature The state's guarding will corrupt the states. All of those things will follow because the mind is is gone off the wrong way. So I like that. And
2: I sort of have a follow-up question to that because as you play all these games, Kane seems to be pretty with it. Like, you know, he might eat a person here or there, but his thinking, his logic, him trying to sort of do something good, even though the means may not always necessarily be good, he seems to be always there. So, like... The concept of corruption does it have to do anything with the concept of like pollution and kegare that we often encounter in Dark Souls as well as Bloodborne? Mm.
1: That's a good point. I think that's a big part of it. Kane is so the affliction of the mind isn't necessarily that you lose your mental acuity or you lose your ability to think. It's that the things that you create and and eventually you are going to devolve into like you know more base forms of of desires and things like that. And so. Cain was the most resistant to it. He was he was afflicted in the womb. So he basically, you know, came up with his arrogance, but that's about it. His arrogance was like his primary thing. Yeah, but mm-hmm. his his creations were far more susceptible to it. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that as as each of those children was, you know, also with a piece of his soul inside of them and growing up, they they basically uh they basically began to devolve. They would evolve and then devolve. If that makes any mm-hmm. sense. You reach a pinnacle and then you'll fall you'll fall down. So Cain would eventually devolve as well. Mm-hmm. My thought would be that he would it would take longer for him being a vampire, but mm-hmm. it would happen. And mm-hmm. so he but also Cain through sheer force of will was keeping himself on a track. It, mm-hmm. it, one thing that's important to know about Cain is just he's the strongest mind of just about anybody. And he basically, through sheer force of will, went through a library of possibilities. Like imagine reading every book in a library. You have the time mm-hmm. to do it, but you have the mental acuity. Mm-hmm. To do it. He he took the mental willpower to do that, to go through every single possibility of his timeline, research the best chance he had for breaking through a, a damn timeline and actually, you know, not have to sacrifice himself, destroy himself, or destroy mm-hmm. the pillars. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I just want s- last... to. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, go for it, Sin. Go for it. Okay,
2: yep. and I have sort of one last follow up question to um, this idea of madness and stuff. So in uh, Defiance, um, basically sacrificing, I guess, or imprisoning or whatever, Raziel, <laughs> with the Soul Reaver, is, does that sort of, quote-unquote, cure C- Cain?
1: Yeah. It was, it, if, you watch it, if you watch the video again, the symbol of Cain's uh, uh, impurity that we did visually was the giant scar that he has across his stomach and chest from when he was first killed. That was something that I designed inside there when we were first designing Elder Cain because he wanted to tie as much as possible between Elder Cain and the past Cain, right? So Vordor's earring and the, the slash across his chest were two big things. And that that slash across his stomach became that symbol of his corruption. Uh, so when Raziel goes back into Cain and threw him into the blade, he purifies Cain. You see the, the, the scar disappears on his on his stomach. Mm. And so that basically uh, shows that Cain is purified now as a guardian, and now new guardians can be born again. The idea is that Balance Guardian would prune anytime anytime a a pillar falls to corruption, the Balance Guardian's job is to prune it so that a new one can grow. Mm. But if everything is corrupt, then you know everything has to die. And then that in that case, that's the master stroke of the hill, to destroy the columns. And wow. so Cain didn't fall for it. He didn't fall for the rhetoric and said, like, look, there's gotta be some way I can fix this. And he went through every iteration of a, a man desperate not for life but for a future and with that sense of desperation read through an entire library of futures that could happen until he found the points so of static where Raziel existed as both inside and outside the blade as a soul reader.
0: I think um, Defiance was very well named because one of the core things for both Raziel and and Kane is the the notion of, of identifying what is the natural order what is what is expected of you you know and again a very relatable concept again in in um there's some cambellian aspects to that there of uh, not wanting to accept certain realities as being true uh and it is a gigantic payan to and cautionary tale to not allowing the natural thing course of things uh to take um, you know, the natural way of things to take the to take course, um, and now that's I why always... we say defying the, the tyrannous stars.
1: Mm. That's why the opening dialogue says, "Defy the tyrannous stars," because Defy that's them. about fate. Okay. That's about defying fate.
0: Mm. And 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 uh, here's here's the thing though: is we wouldn't have Legacy of Cain as it is, this amazing, worthwhile story as it is, if there wasn't that first notion of actually, I want a better deal than this. You know, no. and no. And exactly. And therein is the drama and therein is the worthwhile story uh, and the timeless story, because we've always in in certain situations we're placed in, there's there's a sense of inescapability. And again, suppose you throw it enough times that it falls on its edge, you know, um, we, that is something that um, uh, people I'm sure have used as platforms for like self inquiry, you know, uh, and then broader discussions you know a lot of i'm sure for certain a lot of theses uh this thesis have have been written for 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 particularly that theme of of causality and escapability and um i know you say tangled wires but with when you are going into this you know time stuff uh what's fortunate with that is even though amy did did have a sequence you know there, there is again the wires it's not like they're you know metaphysical wires that are quantum entangled. It's like, no, they're physical wires, and if you actually went there and passed them out, uh, my preference would definitely be for uh, you and her to absolutely just lead the project. I just want to see that press release, you know? I really do. <laughs> um, okay, so, so whenever, yeah. whenever we get together, I I take photographs of us together, but I'm really
1: loath to print them or put them oh, yeah. on Facebook because I'm, everyone's just going to start speculating, right? I'm, well, I'm just having dinner. <laughs> I'm just having <laughs> a sandwich. For example, just this well, friend. we're going to so, send
0: some... Uh, specifically you know located people to take photos of you guys you guys just choose the place I'll, I'll organize it and what we do is we just need to at some point people have to you know sometimes the algorithm can be a friend uh, for me sometimes it's worked against me when i've had to push out of certain boxes that it tries to put me in but when the internet runs with something it's very hard to stop like we saw that with sonic like there was no no no, no like redesign like the internet's power which is going to be exemplified in your Patreon and in what we'll be doing for you and Amy with Legacy of Cain podcast is we will collect literally collectively manifest this thing as it absolutely one for one needs to be not a compromise. Maybe- yeah. Not a compromised version of it. Like the most self true, what Corey did with the God of war, it's going to be that level of authenticity, uh, and, and out of reverence, but also growing it from that point of being this uh, this pillar you know to use a, a phrase from uh legacy of kane you know, that term that 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 pillar of the artistic of, of the interactive medium as art like sure. and and it's uh, fandom yeah. can bring things back fandom can make a lot of things happen you know and that's can. that's could be the way we do
1: this because obviously from the top down there are a lot of people who don't understand it and are trying would, we're trying to make something happen and would Probably mess it up if they tried to do it. So, if it might have to come from a different location and a different way of manifesting, yeah. uh, because I don't think, and this it refers back to the earlier question I don't think you'd want to have it where somebody just comes in and just tries to make it uh, yeah. without fully understanding what is getting into it. I mean, it's a box of wires, yeah, but it's not that hard to understand. Thank if, you. Like, I yeah. get it, but
0: I'm i deep in it. But yeah, I, I mean, you could write this Bible that you're talking about, Guillermo del Toro. Before he starts <laughs> anything, he, he he writes the damn thing. He writes it all, plans it all out, and uh, everything. As sin three of those questions, you just picked right up on it because right now you may have one world in our world, but you are the other leg, the other the other Kabukko leg is in Nosgoth right now. Like, yeah. you, and that's that's why you're <laughs> this very valuable intermediary for sure. Um, I have to again be this conduit for folks. So it's like. Zekriam says, I'd be curious to know how Daniel would have envisioned the art style evolving with today's technical and artistic progress, both in general and personal. Would he have uh, leaned heavier into the darker Gothic realistic art direction or would he have kept it more stylized? So I then raised the idea of the three fingers if you if that was something that you would uh, go for it. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be a hybrid between the two. We mm-hmm. try to find
1: that, that happy medium between the design and art and, and trying to figure out like what the style might look like. Um, if we were to start like right now, I would probably try to explore different types of looks, mm-hmm. um, ranging from realistic to something like Arcane just came out from Riot. That's a beautiful 2D slash 3D design. That's just amazing looking. Um, and you know something like that might be really interesting because it gives you more, more lateral ability to change things and create things that's more illustrative. But at the same time, I've seen some amazing uh, zbrush art, Razio. fan art like this behind me. I didn't do this. This is fan art. I just <laughs> I love it so much. Beautiful. But um, seeing seeing stuff like that makes me think, wow, I'd love to see this. You know, and I've seen it in Unreal. I've seen someone create an Unreal. I'm, I had you know my critique of it, of course, because I'm you know <laughs> knee deep in this stuff. Working <laughs> right. for years. I've got I've seen the realism and what we can do with this stuff. But oh, I want right. to push technologies too. I want to push, mm-hmm. like, Spectral was awesome, but there are things we can do nowadays that can kind of hybridize Spectral. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it, I want to really try some different technologies that are really going to push uh, animated look and feel that's going to happen that just you wouldn't expect. Sort of um, sort of the way, that, especially with the PlayStation 5's ability to load so quickly, uh, there are things we can do now that are just incredible. Like, Ratchet & Clank just came out, and it's... I fantastic <laughs> what they can do with like pulling those, those you know, areas in there and uh, you know, just being able to have uh, localized disturbances of reality where you
0: can change things around on the fly. An idea. Yeah. And and then I will just support that peripherally and say, look, uh, we are in a post God of War 2018 world, a post Death Stranding world. I spoke with uh, Tommy L Jenkins, who, when he breaks, I mean, again, spoilers three two one. It's out of context. So it's not really, but he it in f- full, like from the nose, from the eyes, just like tears, kind of thing. Which we want to. I want to say this of Legacy of kane is Michael Bell and Simon Te- Simon Templement, They 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 carried that. <laughs> with the you know level of polygonal uh, limitations that they had but it, i can i mean we still have them both um and to have them in come back would be great but whoever is chosen um to see the full range of the, the of this level of kind of sophisticated existential poetic beautiful heartbreaking dialogue delivered with that sense of yeah emotionality on the face i think that'll that would be wonderful oh, yeah. to me i mean I
1: scanning as well mm. uh,
0: i did a bunch of facial scanning with that stuff too
1: but um right. you know we helped build the faces at, at, at playstation oh wonderful you know, uh but to, to say it, all, all credit goes to to you know michael and, and simon because they played it with absolute belief that we can pull off this incredible you know technology yes. the, the performances were, were never tongue in cheek they were never We thought they played with every bit of belief that they were doing something as good as an animation or as a play or mm. as a tv show or a movie um and that kind of like that kind of gave us such a grounding mm. to be able to build this game you know
0: and and i want to say theatricality too so i again we watched uh do for the vampire i for some reason when there are certain shots of especially against spoilers so three two one do the vampire when he is emaciated and he is and it's like sunken face i just see i don't know if there was some un- unconscious Ben diagramming was there a bit of tom cruise in just the visual of of uh just just that even just that nose that aquiline kind of look? oh for, for raziel oh yeah, yeah. i mean look, there's well, that? a lot of yeah. things there was a little bit of uh a little bit of David
1: Bowie, a little yeah. bit of Tom Cruise, a little bit of like a lot of different actors in there, but also the the primary thought was loss, beauty. You know, beauties are vampires are eternally beautiful,
0: mm.
1: and to to take that away and what that meant to someone who was very vain yeah. to lose yeah. that uh, mm. was another thing to you know. And gothic themes are all about loss.
0: You know, yeah. it's all about
1: right. the loss of beauty, the loss of paradise, the loss of be- uh, your your time where you're just absolutely gorgeous, and then you know going into age and what that means but for Raziel to have lost that and, and even for uh the stat to have lost that is you know devastating but um and you know the the, the idea that with was immortality you've got the ability to change that you're on the one hand you're unchanging but when you lose it you mourn it so what do you want you know how, how do people deal with that
0: Speaking of unchanging things, changing suddenly, which is one of the dramas of, of the vampire fantasy and the vampire analogy or metaphor is that eternity. We say this thing, oh, I've been waiting in line for Subway for an eternity. It's like, no, for some vampires, like that's actually real or whatever. But for me, when I saw, again, it's just because it's so fresh in my mind, the statue that moves in Interview of the Vampire, the opening screen of Soul Reaver is so iconic. For oh, thanks. Yeah. Was there a little so, bit of that cross-pollination of like, oh, this is no, as you're, sure,
2: the
0: moving statue? I can't appears. know. If, I don't know if I was exactly that, but there were a lot of things that influenced
1: that. Because mm-hmm. I, I when, we, when we were making the opening screen, I just wanted to make something different. Yeah. Something that actually a, had symbolism, which you never, ever, ever, ever see in an opening user interface. Oh, And B, know. that had like, would take me by surprise. Mm-hmm. And you know, living statues was something that I loved. I loved the, the idea of it.
0: Um, I mean, you still see it in, in, in like the weeping angels. In,
1: in Dr. Well, like, for
0: that, but, yeah. I, this is I. I would wouldn't even dare to interrupt if I didn't have what I wanted to impart here, because otherwise it'll just leave my mind, buddy. In in theme, it is absolutely. It was in unconsciously maybe in theme with the idea of the permanent changing, with the uh, the unmoving, uh, unshifting uh you know of stone like that texture of stone and then that shifting suddenly and like how how abnormal that is how against nature that is and yet that's happening and so just contained that's not some over intellectualization it's just it's right there to to be seen uh at the start of this uh of the game it's like a little mini thesis statement about what about what this game is saying about that's you exactly know. that's
1: exactly it.
0: that was when we were designing we'd already built
1: most of the game when we got to the ui we were out of time but I wanted to put that in there because it was our statement that this is different. There you this go. This was going to be something different mm-hmm. as an experience. Mm-hmm. It was going to. It was symbolic of so many things, not just the brethren that were being symbolized there, but of the fact that this game was different. It wasn't. It wasn't going to be like other PlayStation games. It wasn't going to be like other game experiences you had. It was going to be something that was art that was going to like take you by surprise. That was going to give you something that you didn't expect, and that was another symbology that's layered on top of that and uh i fought hard for that i had to fight really hard to get that in the game i mean i had to i it in post alpha right before beta
0: wow folks okay (laughs) like the gratitude is so real man for that because uh it wouldn't be the same without that element i know what amy brought she's explained what she brought but uh i i really would love for this to just be this um uh you know not that i you don't seem like you, you you're very and I can see body language wise, you're, you're about the story, you're about the world, like, I see that the accolades and some of that, like, I do I do the same It's like, when it just trickles off, because it's like, well, that's wonderful of you to say, but what, what can this add to? And again, uh, it's very important for me, though, as like someone i mean, like, I, I, I make art, I do storytelling, but the quantum and stuff um, that when I am in the middle of and this is there's a lot of questions about what you're doing now, because people like they they're not just looking in in the past they 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 want to see more of you they they are, and in fact I will I'll I'll put all those questions together and just like yeah, as as we, as we tail off the end of the show actually what what um what is in progress for you creatively uh that you that you've got going man yeah so uh the
1: patreon is definitely a big thing right now i'm trying to partner with other 3d artists and designers to build things so that we can actually 3d print and put out there um trying to work with like on, on things like pins and you know symbolies like uh one thing i want to do is uh build uh clan pins and things like that and you know set those up and, i'm there buddy uh, i'm there i'll have an engagement because <laughs> really just talk about what people want and what do people yeah. want to see you know and we're going to see more of the you know uh, re-illustrated versions of the of the clan bosses which i just did rahab on, yeah. on and um you know the thing is that uh I want to engage with the fans on on the highest level i can i want to give back because like people have been so great about you know just being loyal and being like really uh vocal and i love that um and which is hard because i know some people are really introverted which is fine i'm the same way i'm 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 the same too
0: but i also have to push myself to make sure that like amazing worthwhile voices like yours creatively everyone on the show gets heard and signal boosted so what i'm going to say now is to Games Radar, to um, Shockers, to all the people who blew up the God of War podcast, putting that in headlines. Check this guy in some headlines, please, with this idea of Daniel Kabuko, you know, doing this thing of Sanctuary of Cain, doing a gauge of the audience. Like we hear buzz about it. It was actually on IGN recently. Uh, we had, uh, Destin, I think, Destin Laguerre. uh, He brought out his Soul River. He was so excited. He can't wait. So it's very much time for that, you know, talking about causality, there's the cause and, and i also it's so weird impre- i also subconsciously threw on matrix reloaded which is all about causality it's like we have the the cause and now we must have the effect which is that uh, a, a gigantic concerted media effort community effort and then creator effort goes towards continuing this because i i'm obviously sin i think we i speak on behalf of you and sabrina laura we cannot wait for the daniel kabuko authored leather-bound sanctuary of Cain. you put everything every damn thought you've ever had we're gonna buy the collector's edition man you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah and at, and- at the same time i want to see what the fans create too like you know what laura and sabrina are making is amazing you know i want to see more of that. what sin has. A- <laughs> All <laughs> sudden, you know, it's like it's. I'm I'm there for it. I am there for it because it, it inspires me too, and just to have the ability to, uh, you know, consume as well as you know create and and to kind of create that dialogue is well okay. like all I want to do. You know, I just it's a fun world. It's a, it was an amazing time, like the Wild West of gaming, where you could actually put a little bit of yourself into a game and actually got in there. And,
0: Daniel, I have something yeah. for you right now, and I want everyone because I like to end things on a hype note, and I just want to get your riff on this. Press release opens. Trailer, whatever, walks out on stage. Daniel and and whatever, something like that. Uh, um, uh, uh, Amy. Uh, story set ten years before the start of Soul River. Like this, like they, we actually get to play as, you know like who knows raziel exactly with like verdant beautiful you know again i'll just use it for the nth time because again when i'm watching it i'm putting a legacy of kane filter i'm like this could this could work there's even a jump platform like there's there's elements that in this mat and i'm talking massive open world elden ringian nosgoth flying around upgrade your wings you can have like again we had the pathless recently did you play the pathless by any chance no Um, i haven't Oh, yeah, so temples, right? Uh, approach them in any order. Cain of the wild, legacy of the bread. <laughs> yeah, wild. yeah. You know what Put I it mean? Like, Put it out there in the universe, brother. It's all good. I will do it for you. And again, what is that? That glider? It's like gliding with the wings, baby. Like, oh, yeah, so get hype and and m- collectively manifest it with us for sure so um and i'm, I'm glad that you hate see as you said that was I'm, i threw it to you i am glad you jumped in and was like it has to happen so um nosgoth oh. prequel let's do a prequel baby and then go from there you know and then figure out the time stuff later in fact prequel trilogy so that you never have to figure out the time stuff <laughs> well thank you albert i really appreciate you having me no worries it's been an absolute pleasure well i will just bring in sabrina just to kind of because she's just been in there did you have anything sorry guys that's okay sorry uh, no E um, which in italian means she's she's yeah. too moved to speak she's too overwhelmed yeah. there you go um no worries at all well i'm actually glad that we yeah. did have like actually uh and i was vibing it out and i'm so glad sin for your questions uh did you have something laura did you want to ask, or are you good? You're doing your thing? Because I saw the hand going up, but that's okay. <laughs> I love how Lara's is giving us. That I point. say a little. Uh, yeah.
2: About uh, Sabrina, she has a little moment of
0: kindness. Uh, I don't know. Oh.
2: <laughs> I- I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no. No. Uh, no. It's okay. I agree with uh, the idea of Sinos um, got uh, uh, at the dawn of the empire. I yeah. just want fun. to know how they the songs were, uh, oh, were made, how how they conquest Norse got uh, yeah. the <laughs> <That> <laughs> I really want to see.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be great. That'd be fun. You know, just having each of them with their specialities and uh, how they use those things. You know.
0: Yes. Be beautiful folks it is a dream it's a dream but it's not gonna it's not gonna be a dream forever it's gonna be real. We're gonna we manifest. can only
2: make a comic about this argument
0: okay oh okay we are now and i'm announcing it on their behalf we have uh, a <laughs> soul healer are gonna do a full treatment like actual like scriptment of this idea open world because actually i want to say this commonwealth realm they do these things in advance of the uh, Breath of the Wild 2 stuff where they actually get amazing concept artists. They put it all together. They essentially do the game developers' work for them. And just so sort of look, hey, floating platforms, da 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 da. So I'll signal boost that for you guys. Uh, Daniel, you, again, no smoke blowing, are the most generous uh, person in the creator sphere of things to have come on the show with your insights, with your wisdom with your anecdotes, uh, with your um, very enlightening overall commentary on this amazingly worthwhile pillar of the the interactive art form. And I could not be more grateful. You've just been the most gracious guest. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. We can do (laughs) it again. Let's do it again, for sure. Um, If anyone else didn't have anything else, Sin, anything for Dan?
2: Uh, More box puzzles. uh, More box puzzles. <laughs> well,
0: title of the episode. Nah, it's all good. All right. Well, folks, uh, I usually do a post show, but how about we just do a big old energetic group hug and, like, yeah, have an amazing day, everyone. Thank you, Daniel. You're so kind. I'll speak to you again very soon. <laughs> Thank bye, guys. You guys.
2: For everything. Hey. Bye. Thank,
0: Thank, you. You. Thank, you. Thank you. Bye. 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 bye, bye.